Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing on our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened last time? Um, no. Leprosy. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. That was pretty much the entirety of, it was two chapters based on leprosy. Right. Do you know what it, they considered leprosy? I mean, pimples, basically, and rashes and... And boils you know, and whatever. mildew. Per, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They'd quarantine the clothes. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are, we, uh, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Leviticus... Chapters 15 and 16. Okay. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> well, you turned your face completely away from the microphone and like you're talking still. I'm like, I got to follow you with the mic. Oh, well, my phone is plugged in. Uh-huh. And so um, I'm not a professional. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Real quick before we get into this, um, I do want to cover, you know, we got our website, sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, social media. But what I want you to do right now, before we go into the next section, I want you to hit pause and go to the ratings section. Give us a five-star review if you're enjoying this um, because those ratings on iTunes especially help us out tremendously and we definitely appreciate it if you could do that for us. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, wife. Yes, husband. Did you know that we are now on Patreon? Um, yes, because you told me, but also, no, tell me more. <laughs> so we're on Patreon now. Are we? We are. And our supporters can go there and support us. And we have multiple levels all the way up to You Killed God. That sounds really drastic and escalated quickly-ish. Well, no, there's multiple levels before there. So it, es- it escalates on a sliding scale of, you know, cheap to, to not cheap. Oh. But, you know, we can definitely use any amount. So, like, any support is always appreciated. So what exactly is Patreon? It's a place where you can show your support for our podcast. And Just our podcast? Any podcast or any <laughs> performer. But, you know, we're the ones that, you know, you're listening to right now. So maybe you should, uh, you know, support us. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. But we love you anyway. So all you got to do is go to Patreon. Look up Sacrilegious Discourse. It's actually patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse is our actual main page there so head on over and send us some love yeah okay so um we're doing leviticus chapters 15 and 16 and it starts off with unclean discharges from the body and that sounds disgusting (laughs) it really does and like when i hear the word discharge i usually think of like women's bodies because um you know, I'm a woman and women have discharge and that's a thing. All I can think of but, is when, when we're going through this, because I just recently listened to the book, um, Lamb and... Was that by Christopher Moore? Yes, I think that that sounds right. Um, and it's kind of like a comedic take on the Jesus story. It's really, really great. So if you haven't read it, definitely worth checking out. It's kind of fun. It's a fun book. I'm glad that you're enjoying it because I'm the one that recommended it to you. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, but the, the... The guy Biff that's in there, he runs around saying, unclean, unclean, in the beginning of the book. And it just reminds me of that. So I had to throw that out there. 
Well, you derailed my story because what I was going to say was, um, so anyway, when I hear the word discharge, I usually think of women, yeah. but um, what they're about to get into is actually masturbation of men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so that gets into, have you heard of um, the no fap movement? No fap. No. Okay. So there's this group of guys and I think that they're like the... Um, the incels, some of them. Okay. You know what incels are? Yeah. Involuntarily celibate. Right. And you know, because women suck apparently, or yeah, something. yeah, because right. stupid women won't fuck them. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't imagine why that would be unappealing. <laughs> so um, these guys um, have this thing where they believe that if they don't masturbate, that. Um, it will make them like stronger and more manly and like show their will over their body. Oh my God. Like masterfulness. And it's like this whole toxic masculinity thing, right? Right. Like right. the whole thing. But it's not all incels. Um, it's a lot of Christianity in, in it too. So there's like this whole broad spectrum. And so they call it no fap because, you know, when you're masturbating, you're fapping. Okay. Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard it's, that either. Okay. So there's these memes. Um, um, like, have you seen the, they're the, like the cartoon ones, like the no challenge or challenge accepted or like the potato face that he's like sad and lonely, like lonely forever. Okay. Like, you know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm not big on or like memes. The, the or... cartoon stick figure one where he like throws the desk across the room. Okay. He's yeah. So, kinda... Like. Like, they're rage emoji things, okay? So, um, they refer to masturbation as fapping because that's the sound that you make when you're you're doing that. Got it. Fap, 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 right? Got it. So, um, so no fap means not doing that. And so when, you know, that's, I think, what we're getting into here. Okay. And yes, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> now I will get on with... Um, the Leviticus chapter 15, unclean discharges from the body. Okay. Sounds great. Okay. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Any man who has a bodily discharge is ceremonially unclean. <laughs> period. There's a period there. See, you see where the no fap and the Christian movement kind of right. coalesce yeah, there. I got it. This defilement is caused by his discharge, whether the discharge continues or stops. What? Okay. I don't really know what that means. Yeah, I don't either. Like, <laughs> what there, am I missing? Is there times when you, it doesn't stop? <laughs> right. That's, that's what I was going to ask. Like, is there some guy out there with like just an overflowing fountain that <laughs> – it just keeps coming, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> okay, sorry. In either case, the man is unclean. Any bed on which the man with the discharge lies and anything on which he sits will be ceremonially unclean. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe I'm reading the Bible about masturbation. Yeah, this is this is uh, interesting. <sighs> it's too much. So if you touch the man's bed, you must wash your clothes and <laughs> bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean. Until evening. Until evening. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's one of those, though. The until evening on yeah. things. Okay. I mean, but men are so gross anyway that it's like, of course you better wash your fucking hands and, <laughs> right. you know, you're, you're not clean. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you sit where the man with the discharge has sat, oh my God. then I'm sorry for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch the man with the discharge, God help me, <laughs> <laughs> you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until evening. If the man spits on you. What? 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 I don't know what that means. If the man spits on you. Why would he you, spit on you? Are they referring to spit or like. <laughs> I don't know. The discharge coming at you. I don't know. If the man spits on you, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain clean, unclean until evening. Okay. I'm just, don't spit on me one way or the other. Right, yeah. Nobody definitely. spit on me. No spitting. Any saddle blanket on which the man <laughs> rides will be ceremonially unclean. <laughs> if you touch anything that was under that man, you will be unclean until evening. Under that man. Like, under the anything man. that was under him? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, right. Okay. You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until, until evening. Yeah. Yeah. If the man touches you without first rinsing his hands, oh God, <laughs> you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean. Until evening? Until evening. Yeah. Any clay pot the man touches must be broken. <laughs> you know why they had to put this out? Because men don't wash their goddamn hands. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That's all what this is about. Right. I mean, to be fair, it was a little harder back then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just too easy. Oh, it's, yeah. Any wooden utensil he touches must be rinsed with water. When the man with the discharge is healed, healed. What? Did, what, what how do you heal? I, okay. I mean, what Are you sure of, they're talking about masturbation? I'm pretty sure they're talking about masturbation because they're talking about men with discharge, not women. Okay. Men. All right, all right. And that's the only kind of discharge that I know that a man has that a woman doesn't have. I mean, right. Right? Yeah. So when he's healed, he must count off seven days for the period of purification. Damn. Well, seven maybe, days. What? Maybe they're talking about, like, um, wet dreams, like shit that you can't help that happens at night. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Then he must wash his clothes and bathe himself in fresh water and he will be ceremonially clean. On the eighth day, he must get two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree <laughs> or two young pigeons and come before the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle and give his offerings to the priest. The priest will offer one bird for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify the man before the Lord for his discharge. <laughs> Don't be discharging. <laughs> Whenever a man has an emission of semen... Oh. oh, see, they were talking about something else. What were they talking about? I don't know. I, I mean, don't know either. Not, not really sure. And spitting. See, that's what. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what kind of discharge a man got? I don't know. That ain't semen, right? I don't know. What you got going on down there? I have no idea. <laughs> if anybody knows, please God tell us. We need to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying over here. <laughs> Whenever a man has an emission of semen, he must bathe his entire body in water. I mean, you should really bathe anyway. Right. And he will remain ceremonially unclean until the next evening. Oh. Holy shit. Dang. Any clothing or leather with semen on it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm such a child. Must be washed in water. And I'm glad they specified that. Right. And it will remain unclean 
Until evening. Okay. So, yeah, if you come on something, you should definitely wash it. Then he can't really put those same clothes. How, like, what happens? So you're unclean. Wouldn't it just be better to leave those unclean clothes on until you're clean after? Like, how does that work? You just stay in the water. Work or, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, how do you become clean without touching things that are yeah. and making them unclean? And then you're unclean again because you're touching the unclean oh, thing. Oh, gosh. It's like that never-ending cycle. Right? Yeah. Oh, dear. After a man and a woman have sexual intercourse, they must each bathe in water, and they will remain unclean until the next evening. Oh, my God. You a dirty ass. You having sex, people. <laughs> wow. So, that's just sad to me. Like, they, they thought bodies were so gross, and they thought sex was so gross. Right. And don't get me wrong. Bodies and sex are gross, but not, like, spiritually. Right, right. It's not, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Whenever a woman has her menstrual period, she will be ceremonially unclean for seven days. Didn't they already cover that? In they the... did, but I have something to say about that. Okay. They clearly did not understand that women have periods for all different lengths of time. Right. So do they really mean seven days or do they mean, like, the length of your period? Because, like, if you have... I would imagine that if you only have a five-day period, that they would be like, no, get back in there for those other two days. Right. But if at the end of your seven days you come out and you're still menstruating, but they don't know, did you just get on get one by them? I, who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still unclean and you don't know it. I'm still on my period. <laughs> but you said seven days. What? <laughs> Anyone who touches her during that time will be unclean God. until evening. Anything on which the woman lies or sits during the time of her period will be unclean. It must have been hard to, like, live back then. Yeah. And you basically, follow all these rules. You basically had to, like, stand still. Don't touch anything. <laughs> yeah. Just breathe. If any of you touch her bed, you must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean until evening. If you touch any object she has sat on, you must watch your, wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water, and you will remain unclean. Until evening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This includes her bed or any other object she has sat on and you will be unclean until evening if you touch it, which they said a hundred times. Right. If a man has sexual intercourse with her and her blood touches him, her menstrual impurity will be transmitted to him. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get my period on you. Oh, my God. Ooh, I'm passing on my, my cooties. Yeah, I got you. My girl cooties. I got it. He will remain unclean for seven days, and any bed on which he lies will be unclean. Good Lord. This is just too much. If a woman has a flow of blood for many days that is unrelated to her menstrual period, or if the blood continues beyond the normal period, she is ceremonially unclean. She so was that answers unclean that question. before, so... I know. Like what, I know. Yeah. As during her menstrual period, the woman will be unclean as long as the discharge continues. Okay. Wow. Any bed she lies on and any object she sits on during that time will be unclean, just as during her normal menstrual period. If any of you touch these things, you will be ceremonially unclean. Good grief. You must wash your clothes and bathe yourself in water and you will remain unclean until evening. When the woman's bleeding stops, she must count off seven days. Then she will be ceremonially clean. Yay. On the eighth day, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons and present them to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. Through this process, the priest will purify her before the Lord, 
for the ceremonial impurity caused by her bleeding. Can you just, I mean, like, all the things you have to reference for everything. Like, right. okay, so th- if this happens, you are unclean for seven days, and then you have to get two turtle doves or two pigeons and bring them to the priest to then do a burnt offering and a sin offering, which you have to reference that other section in Leviticus to find out how to do that and make sure you do all that right, too. And that you brought the right animals. And wait, was that a goat or a bird or a flower with vegetable oil? Right. I mean, Olive oil, not vegetable oil. It's crazy. There's so yeah. much, like, you just get, you have to spend all your time, like, just abiding God. Yeah. Well, I think that was the point. Was I guess. Idle, idle hands make for Satan's something or other. Playground. Or Playground, whatever. yeah. Yeah, I forget what the phrase something is. Like I that. forgot it halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, don't be bored and you won't get in no trouble. So they kept them busy. Right. This is how you will guard the people of Israel from ceremonially being unclean. Otherwise, they would die. <laughs> for their impurity would defile my tabernacle that stands among them. These are the instructions for dealing with anyone who has a bodily discharge. So I have a question. We've both been unclean at some point in our life. Oh, yes. Yeah. Many, many times. Many, yeah, right. Many, many, many times. Did you, did you die? I didn't die yet. I mean... I didn't either. That's weird. I wonder when that's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe like when I'm old and at the end of my life anyway. Yeah. Well, they didn't say when. That's true. Right? So we are going to... It is... It is true. Correct. It is true. You are going to die. If you drive a car, you're going to die. If you get <laughs> shots, you're going to die. If you buy a fridge on Wednesdays, you're going <laughs> to die. If you eat donuts, you're going to die. Right, right. Like, oh, this is so exciting. Right? Yeah. I feel so free. Yeah. If you pick sunflowers, you're going to die. <laughs> like, it's funny because you could just walk up to anybody and be like, excuse me. You're going to die. <laughs> what? I wasn't threatening. I was just delivering facts. Right. And, you know, if you read the Bible, it yeah, says so. Exactly. Because you were unclean. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Man. These are the instructions for dealing with anyone who has a bodily discharge. A man who is unclean because of an emission of semen or a woman during her menstrual period. See, it's just the two. So I don't know what the hell... The first discharge thing was? Yeah. Yeah, if anybody knows, like, read, maybe we'll just ask on Twitter because, like, yeah. I, I'm curious about that. Yeah, so. it, it's curious if they meant something besides fapping or in addition to fapping or right. if it was just all fap related. Yeah. Or if wet dreams tied in there somehow. Right. I don't know. Right. It applies to any man or woman who has a bodily discharge and to a man who has sexual intercourse with a woman who is ceremonially unclean. The end. Well, I'm glad we have the Bible to tell us how to deal with all this stuff, aren't Whew. you? I don't know what I do without the Bible to, <laughs> you know, help me deal with my period. I tell you what, I am really glad that I had a hysterectomy and I would recommend that all the women back then did that <laughs> so you don't have to count no days. Right. Yeah. Fuck definitely. that. I, I think that would have been a little bit more dangerous back then though. Well, that's true. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you can't win for losing. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go ahead and end this section, right? Yep. And we're going to be on to chapter 16? That is correct. All right. We'll see you guys in a minute. Bye. Hey, guess what I did? What did you do? Um, on our break, I looked up um, the answer to our question about what the fuck are they talking about with all that discharge stuff going on. Right, right. Because I didn't know that men had more than one discharge. <laughs> and I was like... I, I didn't either, actually. <laughs> I was like, I can't let this stand. 
but um, there was a really good explainer that I found, but I kind of wanted to talk about it more yeah. in length. So Yeah, and I think we kind of discussed that like we often run into questions when, we, when we're in the middle of an episode because we just kind of hit this with our, you know, on, we're just going straight into it. We don't know anything about it. We're right. just reading that, that chapter, so we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, we don't have any background in this stuff. Right. So I was thinking like on Tuesdays maybe we could discuss the previous week's episode. Yeah. And... Um, answer questions and whatever. I really like that. I, th- I I wish we had thought of it earlier, but I know. you know, f- I think from here on out we should do that because I think that would be really interesting. That's a really good idea, and I cannot wait to talk about discharge. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think you would say that? No, not ever, not ever in a hundred years. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, then we'll look forward to seeing everybody on Tuesday now. Yeah, to find out what's going on with your pants. Awesome. Now we're getting ready to go into um, chapter 16 here for Leviticus, right? Yep. Leviticus chapter 16, the Day of Atonement. Okay. Atonement. Atone. Okay. <laughs> the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of Aaron's two sons. Oh, we're <laughs> that, back to that. That he smote. Right. <laughs> Who died after they entered the Lord's presence and burned the wrong kind of fire before him. Okay. (laughs) When you say they died, it completely removes responsibility. It's like saying people were killed instead of a mass murderer stabbed them. (laughs) Or like George Floyd was killed. No, a cop murdered him. Yeah, God murdered Aaron's sons. Yeah. Let's just be clear. It's like the whole difference between passive and active. Right. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. okay. yeah. I just want to make sure there's no confusion whatsoever that they didn't just like die. No, I'm not confused. That was a big, you know, like what? Yeah. <laughs> wrong type of fire. Yeah. Wrong type of fire. Are you kidding me? And the Lord smote those bitches. My God. And then he told the brothers and also don't, don't you, warn. don't you fucking cry for them. Yeah. You, you buck the fuck up and get over it. Buttercup. <laughs> The Lord said to Moses, warn your brother Aaron not to enter the most holy place behind the inner curtain whenever he chooses. If he does, he will die. And I believe it. I believe him. I mean, you know. (laughs) I believe you. (laughs) For the ark's cover, the place of atonement is there. And I myself am present in the cloud above the atonement cover. You know what? I'm not going to lie. You tell me not to go somewhere. I instantly want to peek. And I almost think it would be worth the death. (laughs) I'm I'm serious. Like, there's nothing I want to see so badly as a thing I'm not allowed to see. Right. Agreed. When Aaron... I mean, think about, like, the Garden of Eden, right? Mm -hmm. Don't you touch that tree. Yeah, they immediately... I'm going to touch it. Yeah. Uh, Pandora's box, right? Which was actually a vase, but bad translation. That shit got opened. That shit got opened. Don't touch it equals touch. Right. Exactly. You have to believe God did that on purpose. I mean, yeah. And that he understands that reverse psychology. Like if he said, absolutely touch this stuff, we would be like, meh. I don't know. He seems kind of stupid to me. He does seem stupid. Like he's always seems surprised that his his people that he created and I set up for failure believe... fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe you all touched this thing that I absolutely made for no purpose whatsoever. I uh, made it for no purpose, right? Other than you, you'll die or, yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. When Aaron enters the sanctuary area, that's hard to say. Say it, sanctuary, sanctuary area, sanctuary area. Yeah, that's kind of hard because it's area, 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 area. <laughs> he must follow these instructions fully. He must bring a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. 
you know, because if he doesn't, he'll die, I'm sure. Probably. Yeah. Or he, there's a backup method. Right. One of the two. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? He must put on his linen tunic and the linen undergarments worn next to his body. Because you don't want anybody seeing up that skirt thing. Yeah. Nobody yeah. can see your booty hole. Right. That's why we don't have steps at churches. No, no except steps. for that we do. Right. Exactly. All, all of them do. <laughs> like every, have you ever seen a church without steps that lead up to the door? I, if I did see one, I think I might go in and ask them, why did you do that? Yeah, I would too. Especially now knowing that, you know, they that they did it the right way. They didn't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'd be kind of impressed maybe a little uh, yeah, bit. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. I would be like, y'all read the Bible, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> y'all read. He must tie the linen sash around his waist and put the linen turban on his head. These are sacred garments, so he must bathe himself in water before he puts them on. Okay. What does that have to do with being sacred garments? Because if he um, doesn't bathe before he... If he is not clean when he puts them on, then he makes them unclean. Okay. And then he has to go rewash them again, and they're ceremonially unclean until evening. Got it. Got it. Aaron must take from the community. I would just lie. I would be like totally clean. I totally took a bath today, Dad. <laughs> I swear. Except for that, God just smote his two sons. It's, God's for- God's gonna smite him anyway. Mm-hmm. I would always assume I've probably already done something fucked up. I'm about to get smote any second now, so I'm gonna live that hedonistic YOLO life. I'd be like, fuck this micromanagement. This is bullshit. This is bullshit indeed. <laughs> Aaron must take from the community of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to pure himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. That's very important. Unless they burn the wrong fire. Yeah, then they And then fuck off. Then he must take the two male goats and present them to the Lord at the entrance of the tabernacle. He is to cast secret lots to determine which goat will be reserved as an offering to the Lord and which will carry the sins of the people to the wilderness of Azazel. Oh, they're going to let one of them go? To Azazel. What the hell's Azazel? I don't know. That's another thing I guess we'll answer next. Right. What's yeah. the wilderness like, of Azazel? That just, just came out of nowhere. Right? What What's an Azazel? I don't, it's I a wilderness. No yeah, it's wilderness. And the goats go there. And the goats go The goats <laughs> go to the wilderness of Azazel. Like, I just wonder, like, is it supposed to be a, a bad place? I That's where they carry sin to, so it's apparently a sinful wilderness of Azazel. Because I thought, I thought I recognized the, the name Azazel, but, like, as a demon or something. Maybe. Like Who the knows? demon Azazel. We'll find out. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. Aaron will then present as a sin offering the goat chosen by Lot for the Lord. The other goat, the scapegoat. (laughs) No, really, that's where it came from. The scapegoat. That's interesting. Chosen by Lot to be sent away will be kept alive standing before the Lord. I had no idea that's where that term originated. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a scapegoat. You blame it. I didn't do wrong. The goat did. (laughs) The legit goat. Right. The goat goat, if you will. The greatest of all time. Right. The goat goat. Yeah. Yeah. When it is sent away to Azazel in the wilderness, the people will be purified and made right with the Lord. Aw, that's so lucky. (laughs) Aaron will present his own bull as a sin offering to purify himself and his family, making them right with the Lord. After he has slaughtered the bull as a sin offering, he will fill an incense burner with burning coals from the altar that stands before the Lord. Then 
Anytime you start a sentence with, I need to make myself right with the Lord by slaughtering something. Yeah. It feels like it's the wrong religion. Yeah, it does. Just saying. No, you're absolutely right. I've almost like tuned myself out to it and I don't want to do that. Right. (laughs) I never, ever want to lose that sense of disgust that the word slaughter is mentioned so many times through the Bible. And it's not like... God's people being slaughtered, it's them doing the slaughtering. Though that happens too, though. Right. I mean, right. just saying. Yeah. No, it's true. There is there is a lot of slaughtering on both sides, but thus far, like, the main characters have been doing all the slaughtering of all the animals. Right, right. And that's just gross. Yep. To me. Definitely. Like, I'm not against hunting or whatever. Like, I don't want to seem like that uppity vegan, you know, who can't, like... Um, survive without, you know, their tofu and shit. Not that there's anything wrong with that either. I'm just saying, like, I am I live in a hunting community and, you know, there's people that live on that meat. Deer jerky's pretty good. I've never had that and I, I don't want to. I'm just saying. I do not want to try deer jerky. I would eat the fuck out of an alligator or crocodile, though, because you know why? You hate them. I hate them. You they are that, so. Like, I think in the last episode. Did I really? Yeah. They're so evil with their beady eyes. And have you seen them kill people? I, I have not seen them. Okay, kill this people. is how they go in. <laughs> they go in for the kill, and they grab them, and then they turn over, and they keep turning over and over, thrashing about. I mean, they are so mean. I hate them. Yeah, okay. that's pretty awful. I would eat the fuck out of them. I'm just okay, saying. You do that. And I would take pleasure in it, too. Like, I would be like, yeah, you're dead. Okay, sorry. Then he will take two handfuls of fragrant powdered incense and will carry the burner and the incense behind the inner curtain. There in the Lord's presence, like, I would be scared. Like, is this the time when I'm allowed in the tabernacle? Or are you going to smite me? Yeah. There in the Lord's presence, he will put the incense on the burning coals so that a cloud of incense will rise over the ark's cover, the place of atonement. That rests on the Ark of the Covenant. If he follows these instructions, he will not die. Awesome. Then he must take some of the blood of the bull, dip his finger in it, and sprinkle it on the east side of the atonement cover. That east side is very important. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, uh, that reminds me of that song. Um, oh, who's it by? Um, who's that girl from No Doubt? What's her name? It's Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani, and she sings that. <laughs> To the east side. Huh? I have no idea okay. what you're talking about. Okay. Well, they know. I'm sure if it was sung better, I might know. Yeah, no, so. I can't think of the words. But she sings um, with somebody else about to the east side and to the south side. Sure. Like, I don't know, whatever. Whatever. Okay, I'm going to play it for you and then you'll know it. Okay. Okay. He must sprinkle seven times with his finger. Oh, he must sprinkle blood seven times with his finger in front of the atonement cover. Then... Aaron must slaughter the first goat as a sin offering for the people and carry its blood behind the inner curtain. Like, the curtain. That reminds me of, like, the Wizard of Oz. Uh, and definitely, yeah. The dude, you know, like, what are you doing back there? Are you just making magic tricks? You know it's just Moses, right? It's just, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Because he's so evil. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to get smoted, but Moses was an evil son of a bitch. He was. That's my belief. Yeah, that's what I think, too. There, he will sprinkle the goat's blood over the atonement cover and in front of it, just as he did with the bull's blood. Through this process, he will purify the most holy place. The most holy. (laughs) And he will do the same for the entire tabernacle because of the defiling sin and rebellion of the Israelites. I've never seen a man hold such a goddamn grudge as God. 
I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 definitely a dick. He's a dick. No one else is allowed inside the tabernacle when Aaron enters it for the purification ceremony in the most holy place. Oh, no one may enter until he comes out again after purifying himself, his family, and all the congregation of Israel, making them right with the Lord. Then Aaron will come out to purify the altar that stands before the Lord. He will do this by taking some of the blood from the bull and the goat and putting it on each of the horns of the altar. Then he must sprinkle the blood with his finger seven times over the altar. In this way, he will cleanse it from Israel's defilement and make it holy. Yeah, good job. Israel, you're so full of defilement. I mean, this is the same stuff we were talking about in the um, the offering section of Leviticus, right? Yeah. And yeah. like, what's the difference between atonement and... And the other things, like what? Yeah. What is this exactly? I don't really know. Okay, I'm bored of it. Honestly, Why? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I'm just curious. Like, I'm entertaining, but I am not entertained. Right, right. When Aaron has finished purifying the most holy place and the tabernacle and the altar, he must present the live goat. He will lay both of his hands on the goat's head and confess over it all the wickedness, rebellion, and sins of the people of Israel. That could take a while, maybe. That could take days. I mean, I'm just saying, like... That could take And how does he know all of it? They told him. Everybody told him what they did done. Okay. In this way, he will transfer the people's sins to the head of the goat. (laughs) That sounds really cool. Yeah. Like, it wasn't my fault. The goat did it. (laughs) Then a man specially chosen for the task will drive the goat into the wilderness. How do you drive it? Like you just whip it and make it run, right? Yeah, like, basically. Go, goat, get. You gotta make sure it steers the right way and stuff, you know? Over there to Azazel yeah. and the wilderness. That's right. As the goat goes into the wilderness, it will carry all the people's sins upon itself into a desolate land. When Aaron goes, I thought it was the wilderness. Is it desolate or is it wild? <laughs> Can you be desolate and wild? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't when I think of desolate though, I think of like desert. Right. And when I think of wilderness, I don't think of desert. No. I think definitely. of overgrowth. Agreed. When Aaron goes back into the tabernacle, he must take off the linen garments he was wearing when he entered the most holy place, and he must leave the garments there. Then he must bathe himself with water in a sacred place, put on his regular garments, and go out to sacrifice a burnt offering for himself. And a burnt offering for the people. Through this process, he will purify himself and the people, making them all right with the Lord. Yay. Yay. He must then burn all the fat of the sin offering on the altar. The man chosen to drive the scapegoat into the wilderness of Azazel must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Like It's like he won the Miss America pageant. And that like every year they have like a who's going to yell at the goat? Right, except for this has to happen probably quite often. Uh, maybe I mean, once a week. Right, still. More than the Miss America pageant. <clears throat> then he may... Ooh, sorry. <coughs> oh, jeez. I got a goat stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> then he may return to the camp. The bull and the goat presented as sin offerings, whose blood Aaron takes into the most holy place for the purification ceremony, will be carried outside the camp. The animal's hides, internal organs, and doo-doo. No, dung. It says dung. dung yeah. But doo-doo's way more fun. Right, definitely. Are all to be burned. My sister and I, when we were young, we liked to say dookie. And then it got shortened to just duke. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a duke. <laughs> oh, I'm so childish.
gosh, I love it. The man who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe himself in water before returning to the camp. Well, yeah, you're burning shit. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Definitely want to Literally. Yeah. Wash it. Wash your goddamn hands, you dirty animals. On the 10th day of the appointed month in early autumn, you must deny yourselves. Deny yourselves? Deny. <laughs> I deny myself. Neither native-born Israelites nor foreigners living among you may do any kind of work. Oh, okay. Okay. This is a permanent law for you. On that day, offerings of purification will be made for you, and you will be purified in the Lord's presence from your all your sins. So, Wait, it said, so this is like a once-a-year thing? Yeah, like it said, um, when did it say? <gasps> um, August. Early autumn. So, like late August. Early September se- or something. We'll call it September. Yeah, sure. So Labor Day. Right. So September, um, they have to stop working for a little bit. But that's, that that makes me wonder, like, so he's got to put all those sins from all that entire year for all the people onto mm-hmm. that goat. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. That's going to take a while. It's an annual ceremony. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Miss America contest. They pick the, they pick the prettiest man and they're like... You had the least amount of um, discharge, <laughs> so <laughs> you win the goat. You are the goat of goat chasing. Right. This is a permanent law for you. On that day, offerings of purification will be made for you, and you will be purified in the Lord's presence from all your sins. It will be a Sabbath day of complete rest for you, and mm. you must deny yourselves. He said it twice. Yeah. I don't I feel like he's not just talking about work. I right. Feel like, I don't know what that I feel really like he's also saying and don't have sex. Or but something. he can't he's not allowed to say it because that's disgusting. Right, right. We don't talk about that filthy stuff over here. <laughs> don't eat strawberry shortcake. Or don't maybe, fuck. Maybe he means don't eat, you know? And like, don't I eat. Don't know. This is a permanent law for you. In future generations, the purification ceremony will be performed by the priest who has been anointed and ordained to serve as high priest. In place of his ancestor Aaron, he will put on the holy linen garments and purify the most holy place, the tabernacle, the altar, the priests, and the entire congregation. This is a permanent law for you, I said, to purify the people of Israel from their sins, making At them least until Jesus comes and dies for their sins. Making them so right. It's not exactly permanent. Making them right with the Lord each year. Correct. You are correct. It's right. not permanent. It's somewhat permanent. It's a thousand years permanent. Right. Or, you know, maybe two thousand years permanent. Right. There was some small print. We reserved the right to change our mind. Oh, dang. <laughs> Moses followed all these instructions exactly as the Lord had commanded him. The end. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that was a lot of kind of like repeating stuff that had happened before. So, yeah, I this mean, is whatever. more than just. Don't but be... I did appreciate the scapegoat thing. I did, too. But this is more than just the don't be an asshole part of the Bible. Right. And I don't care for it. It's a little bit too up my twat. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> all right. Is that all we got today? That's all we got today. And we will get back at you on Tuesday to answer the questions that we presented herein. Yep. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Wife. Can I say the things now? Yes. Okay. So you had a list of items that you wanted people to check out? Yeah, definitely. Um, 
make sure you check us out on Twitter. We are there under the handle sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I'd have gone with that. Yep. Um, we also would love to get emails from you because we love hate mail, fan mail, the whole nine yards there. That email address is sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. And we are now on YouTube. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, you're going to be running a little bit behind what our schedule is for our podcast because you're going to be hearing stuff from two months before if you are caught up. You're in the past. You're in the past. So you should join us on our podcasting apps that are available. So like, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm on um, CastBox. Yeah, my wife's special. She's on CastBox. I like CastBox. And then on any of the things that you're on, we always would love it if you would like and subscribe. That helps us out so, so much. So, Yeah, do those things. Do those things, and we will see you guys next week. Sure, sure we will. It's on Thursdays. Yeah, that. Okay, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.